And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guest. He's a comedian and back model who just turned down a gig to perform all weekend at a deer blind in the Ozarks. It's David Huntsberger. And she's a writer, artist, and podcast host who, like an iguana, prefers a hot house. Also like an iguana, she can detach her tail when in danger to make a fast escape. It's Allie Ward. Chef Jeff is here to make a turfucking where he takes a chicken and stuffs it into a pheasant and then stuffs that into a turkey and then he fucks it. I'm her husband Daniel saying hop on board the love bus say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little potato pierogies. It's me, Allison. Ooh. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I would like to thank Patreon subscriber Tracy Metcalf for that carb suggestion. I am going to eventually move the thanking you for the carbs to the end of the show. However, I'm afraid I'm going to forget. And I, I just promised people I would thank them. So anyway, uh, I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello and welcome back from Erie, Pennsylvania, Ooh, David Huntsberger. Yeah, that's right. Thank you for having me back. Hello, Allie Ward. Oh, what a pleasure to be here. I love that you are drinking coffee out of a mug with your name on it and all sorts of bugs <laughs> on it. It, this this was a custom job given to me. Um, what is the name of the company? Coppertown Cups. It's really cool. They ma- they hand make them, and uh, I was given one with my name and a bunch of bugs on it. And I, you know me, I like a vessel. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, so I'll, yeah. I'll plug them. But I like that font a lot. Yeah, no, they make beautiful things. You can I, I looked like the on the website. Yeah, font. You, I like the mantis. It's great. I like yeah. the glitter. Coppertown Cups. Go there, and then you say they put my stuff on it. Looks like it has good grip. It does. Uh, it's and it's heavy, so yeah. you can kill people with it. Nice. Yeah. When so. you are out in public, however, does it uh, open up the opportunity for creeps to come over and act like they know you? That's a good question, mm. and I must be doing something wrong because no creeps. You're the first creep that's mentioned hey. anything about my <laughs> mug. <laughs> so I'm. Well, excuse me. I'm a creep who mentioned the mug that's first. True. You're the second creep. <laughs> that's true. But I was specific. I'm the name thing. Like my friends in college and I, we all made T-shirts with our first names on them <laughs> because we were like, oh, you know, when you're a kid, you can't ever have this because they're like strangers will know who you are. But and then you stop wanting to have that for whatever reason. You're a kid. You're like, I want my name Wait. on my shirt. So in college, you and your buddies just all had T-shirts with your name on it. Yeah, okay. first names, and, which right. seems kind of dumb, but it was fun at the time. That is fun. I love how much free time there is to do shit like that in college. <laughs> Listen, young people, the window closes on that kind of fun. So do it and make all the T-shirts you want in but college. But honey, it opens back up when you have a kid. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Hello, Daniel. Hi. Uh, I appreciated Turfucking. I oh. thought that was... That was for you. Honey. Inspired. <laughs> Thank you. And hello, Jeff. Hi, Allison. What would you say is your biggest shortcoming? I've just hit a level of just being too, I'm just too damn good. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> we'll explore that later. God, I wonder what I was talking about. Hey, why is you? it um, <laughs> Chef Jeff, but then on Twitter, you're Colonel Jeff? Mm, what I need to do a fre- frequently asked questions on my website. Because... I got the de facto nickname Colonel Jeff because that's what Larry Miller started calling me because we were giving ourselves fake titles. Mm-hmm. 
Chris, our engineer, got Dr. Chris. I became Colonel Jeff. And then that was when I was working at Adam Carolla. And he gave everybody wildly condescending, insulting nicknames. And I could take or leave Colonel Jeff. But I thought, I'm going to turn into the skid and make this my nickname before Adam calls me, you know, Jeff the asshole or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So then I became Colonel Jeff. And then when I came here... Dining Room Studios. Mm -hmm. We felt like he needed a culinary nickname. More of an Alice Rosen uh, appropriate yeah, so he's the chef of the show. He really does stir the drink. Yes, he adds a salt. He's a salty man. <laughs> <laughs> I do add a salt. Apologies for asking a question that gets asked all the time. But now no, I know it really the th- hasn't been asked in a long time. Oh, okay, it's yeah, been a while. So well, it's good. You are you're um you're like an ombudsman. I don't know what that means. Okay, you're like an advocate for the newer listener. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. let me be your ombudsman. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know if the definition I'm about to trot out for ombudsman is correct, but a new sp- Allie, you do you know? You no. I'm oh, okay. s- now why do you think I'm sitting here like a barnacle? I have no idea. <laughs> a but newspaper. You knew a I know. I, I stopped when I was ahead. <laughs> and now we all know murderer, which still feels it feels it doesn't roll off the tongue no, at all. It gets caught feel. on its way out. Yeah, so like a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> a newspaper will have an ombudsman and they, I think, are supposed to bring up issues to the newspaper that come from the readers. So it's like a liaison between the reader and the newspaper board. Jeff, am I correct? According to the internet, an ombudsman, ombuds or ombuds is a person that is a public advocate or an official who is charged with representing the interests of the public. Whoa. You, you are totally <sighs> our ombudsman. Oh my goodness. <laughs> or our ombuds. I, I am just in your debt. <laughs> <laughs> blown away by but this vocabulary. The ombudsman has to wear an old timey um uh military jacket with the <laughs> with the frilly Epaulets? shoulders on the yeah. And take questions and what'll it be this week, folks? <laughs> if you wanna know how Allison's hair gets cut, well I'll find out. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, so I had an incident at not the courtyard psych therapist, but the confusing building psychiatrist. Because as I've explained before, you always get lost. And they, <laughs> have you mentioned this? I have mentioned it, that show. I always get lost. <laughs> I've also mentioned that there's now a team of people charged with keeping up my brain, uh-huh. <laughs> holding everything in place, and also that they both are in confusing buildings. So I want to mention that, but first I need to get to the more pressing story at hand. When Allie came in, she said that she had had a bad restaurant experience. Tell us. I did. I want to apologize to you guys. I was... I you here's the thing you say I'll see you here at 7:20 which is such a specific and effective time cuz that means if you get here at 7:30 your time is late but if you said 7:30 everyone will show up at 7:45 mm. so by saying 7:20 that like ensures punctuality cuz it's so specific so that was here- not the intention actually really? although now that you say it I am so good. (laughs) um, No, initially it was 7.15 and I found that it was just cutting it too close in terms of getting Elliot to bed in time. So I moved it to 7.20 and that five minutes makes all the difference. I thought it was 7.20 so that you could go, it's 4.20 somewhere. (laughs) Oh. Get ripped. That would be in, in keeping with my general outlook. Totally, but but that's, that's <laughs> so, so <you>. me. <laughs> but no, that's not why. So many bongs on this table. I have yeah. to see. I'm looking at you through a forest of bongs. I know. <laughs> but I so I was a couple minutes late. So I was sweating it. 
because you know it was like 724 and i was like oh man ellie but i was having dinner right before i got here i got there early enough though i had some friends join me the waitress came by took two people's orders said i'll be right back went away came back 10 15 minutes later with their food and then asked the remainder of us no. if we'd like to order anything <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> it was a little weird because we were then watching our friends eat. We're like, it's funny that she didn't ask us while we were holding menus and the rest of our friends were ordering if we would also like something to eat, given that it's dinner time and we're at a restaurant. But when she just blazed away, no one went like, hey, whoa, 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 you only got half of us. I thought maybe she was having an emergency. Maybe she needed her inhaler. Maybe Kurt Russell they always walked in. Do that yeah. kind of like <laughs> either they sometimes put a pin behind their ear, like a writing utensil or close a book. Listen, Huntsberger. <laughs> I want to tear this apart a bit. <laughs> I mean, social cues, I tend to get them. You know what I mean? Like if she if she had done something where she had like t- like done a soldier's salute, like well, goodbye, I would have been like. They should have to do that. I would have no, been like. When they're done not. taking an order, they like, salute. Like her heels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you love it if they had to cluck like a chicken we and have hop to, on one foot We have you? to put our silverware at exactly like four o'clock in order for them. They should have to have signals too. No, she just, and she just looked like she was turning her back for a minute like, oh, perhaps her pen ran out of ink. Mm. We didn't think anything until she came back with two steaming hot plates of food for the other people. And we were like, oh, well, this is a real pickle. So then I was a little bit late because she finally did take the order and I ended up getting an appetizer because I thought it would be quicker to put in my mouth and it turns out it was just hotter and more cumbersome. <laughs> what was it? Uh, it was deep fried cauliflower which was just oil drenched cardboard and so I ate a couple pieces and was like bye you guys. Christy waitress you did your best. It would have helped if she would have just had a, a, a verbal cue like I'm done taking orders for now. <laughs> I will be back for the remainder of you. Did she acknowledge it at all? No she was like oh you guys want to order something? <laughs> and you guys were all there at the same you time. Should, oh, I, yeah, I we just come first. here to hang out. We're, I was like, I maybe I don't look hungry enough. I don't know, but I was like, did I not plead with my eyes for you to ask which? Well, can I, I ask what the seating arrangement was like? Are we at a circular table here? Like how many? Yeah, like people were are you there? at the restaurant or were you still in your car? Dude, I was sitting at the restaurant. I was holding a menu. I got there early. But this is a, like one side is padded and it's a square table. And then there are chairs on, say, the other side. Or are you all in, in a booth? There was. N- I feel was like very... you're taking your ombudsman role very seriously. <laughs> it was very I'm clear just... we were all together. These, it wasn't like perhaps we were just interloping on another family. Like sure. We were the only people at the table and we were all talking. You seem and we hugged each other. to give a picture, though, of this table. Okay. And- oh, my. <laughs> it was a community table, but it was a tall table with a tall, you know, when you're a tall. Oh. But it was oh. one of those community tables. Did Wait, your did head you go up do- over the table or were you? <laughs> did you I see was in it? a high chair. Mm. was probably part of the problem. Did, okay, so the, what the listener didn't see... Right. Was that you just wagged your arms. Was that yeah. to indicate when your legs dangle? Yes. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> That's the international side Were some I felt of like you standing and some seated? 100% no. And this is a bar area in a restaurant where it's kind of like in between? No, it was in the restaurant. Okay. It was, we were far away from the bar. Like if I had to JFK magic bullet this, I would mm-hmm. be like, Christy, what were you thinking? We were all sitting so, together. Hold on. Was this a communal uh, sitting situation where you had everybody sort of sitting next to each other at one long table? No, we were sitting across from each other. No, but I mean, were there other people that you weren't with like no. next to you? We were no. the only people sitting at this table and we were all friends. God, <laughs> it, it was just, so weird. It was yeah. just a little odd. So then by the time I realized it anyway, so I, I put like searing hot boiling oil cauliflower in mm. my mouth and then was like, I'm out. 
<laughs> threw down a 20. I was like, Bye. they're probably wonder, still there. I wonder Ooh. if you were on some sort of a, like a social experiment sort of television pilot. Ashton Kusher was there. That Whoa. is funny. That you, yeah, he came up. Now it all checks out. Yeah. No, I was... I. I have no explanation, you guys. But I, that's why I was four minutes late. Maybe it was that's... her break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's like, I, I need a cigarette. I'll be back in 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry I spent six minutes explaining why I was four minutes late. That's egregious. It is totally okay. I feel like if this were a prank show, it's not going to get picked up no, because they no. need to just go a little bigger with their prank. Yeah. <laughs> like something a little Someone more hard to believe. Now, Christy, leave now. <laughs> That'll show them. <laughs> She also Let's see me how a, they react. Yeah. <laughs> she also served you a. Uh, no, I was gonna say she brought me a decapitated head. I didn't. That wasn't out of the ordinary in terms of a prank show. No, how, no, no that's fine. What age uh, is or was Christy? I, I put her squarely twenty eight, twenty nine. So she may have girl. been like running some lines in her head and mm. a little distracted or something that's like fine. that. Fine. I mean, I got here, guys. I just thought it was a. Uh, it's unusual. It, was a little odd. Mm-hmm. it is. It was a new. You know what? As they like to say in the tech industry, she was disrupting. <laughs> She was a real disruptor of the she really ordering was. industry. She's dis- she, that's what I was going to say. David, did you wait tables? Because you seem highly defensive of the people who wait tables. I, um, I used to wash dishes in the comedy club in Austin, and then I would also take orders out to people. Mm. And the amount of times that they were upset when I had a hot plate of nachos, and I would say, Bob, or maybe a more recognized, Rodney. Like two syllables. It certainly doesn't sound like just someone yelling, Rodney. Anyone hear Rodney? Grambling. And then I would start to walk away and inevitably someone would turn around, oh, did you say, is that for Rodney? And the doors would be swinging closed because just to fuck with Rodney, I would walk back in the kitchen like, you're going to have to wait a bit, Rodney. I don't care for this behavior. And then they'd be upset. Like, we ordered nachos a while ago. Like, yeah, I brought him out here immediately, and you jerks yeah. were having conversations. But this is not why I was skeptical of of uh, you were. I thought you were lying to all of us, and I wanted to. Know. <laughs> Can you imagine if that were like, all right, guys? She she asked me to order up top. It was delicious. No, was I just, just wanted. I was to think, late like, I was just checking my mentions in the car. I was just <laughs> scrolling. I did want to th- like. There is a part of me I think that like uh, sides with the server to some degree because that's oh, all. Well, I think that's good because they're. They catch the brunt of a lot of shit. hundred percent. So. Like she was, no matter what she did, she was in the right because I feel like the customer is always wrong. Just let the let the wait staff <laughs> need do whatever they need to do. I've been, I'm the worst waitress, and I did it for so many years, and I was just very bad at it. So like, there's usually no wrong anyone can do in my book. She might have had a short fuse, and like she went one, two, three. The fourth person was mid conversation and just hesitated. Yes. And Christy went, That's it for me. That's it. And just I'm jetted. Done. I'm done. I was the worst though. Did you do you guys wait tables ever? I did for a little bit. Yeah. Were you horrible at it or good? Um I was okay at it, but I didn't like it. I liked everything else about food service, but the actual like dealing with the people. But I worked at a country club and they were all- hide your light under a bushel. He worked the omelet bar. <gasps> Oh. Well, I did that as well. The I, omelet I was the chef. chef. I was the omelet chef. Yes. Whoa, that's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> so actually, humble, right? Is really there a person that. in life that immediately generates more respect than an omelet chef? It was it was quite a powerful uh, position that commanded a lot of respect. It's yeah. True. Well, once you don the giant, uh, the tall paper chef hat, the toque. Yes, and I the whole you're outfit. Say you're in like a giant egg white. <laughs> no, no, I would, I'd wear the I'd wear the chef hat, and I'd have the white like chef apron, and I would 
I would like, you know, cook up the omelet and I would do the the thing where it flips up yeah. and it would catch the flame Whoa. and the whole, yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> also would make waffles. Do you hate making omelets now or are you like, yeah, this is where I shine? I don't love it, but I also don't have a proper omelet pan to really get the... That flip, yeah. What you makes know, get it, it the right size? Proper. It's just the right size and the right smoothness. Like you have to have the right, um, you know, kind of pan. I don't know. And that curve coming out of there. Yeah, it's got to be just right. Anyway. You can't tell. You can't legally tell us, can you? <laughs> That's part of it. I do. I do love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys, I need to tell you about something that you won't be disappointed with, and that is, uh, honey. It's an app for your desktop which searches the internet for promo codes and also shows you when prices drop. So if you're the kind of person like I am when I have the time where I'm buying something online and then I'm like, I know there are promo codes out there. And then you go look for one and it's like, this one is from two years ago and it doesn't work. So then you try a whole bunch more and then it's just a pain in the butt. But you're so, sh- if you're me, you're so sure there is actually one out there that will work. Um, you need to get Honey because it's just a, it's a plugin and it, like I said, searches for the promo codes for you. And also like with, with Amazon, there's price. So you get Honey and then when you go on Amazon, there's price tracking and it shows the trends of that item's pricing so That's you can decide cool. the best time to buy. For example, today, because I just bought, before I installed Honey, I just bought uh, children's Tylenol and it was kind of expensive. I bought a few and it was kind of expensive. And then I went and looked and at what I had already bought and Honey let me know that this was, of all the sellers, the best price currently. Hmm. And uh, also, you can add an item to your drop list. So when prices drop, Honey tells you. Um, and then if the same item is available at another retailer for less, Honey tells you. It calculates all costs, tax, price, shipping, Amazon Prime discount. It's, it's, so Am- it, it's not just Amazon, though. It's uh, like all all stuff. Um, and so it's a free desktop browser extension available on Chrome, Firefox, and Safari. You save money and time. When checking out online, the app searches the internet and applies the best discount code for that retailer. Literally two clicks to join. It's super fast, super easy. Um, it's the kind of thing where you're like, why didn't I get this a bazillion a bazillion times ago. Uh, and it's very, very well reviewed as well. Um, and this is the kind of thing to get if you're frantically searching online for the best deals on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Let someone else do the work for you. To get this amazing and free desktop app to start saving money, go to joinhoney.com slash Rosen. So that's joinhoney. Make sure to write in the join. Joinhoney.com slash Rosen. In two clicks, you'll have access to over 1 million working coupon codes. They do all of the work for you. Again, that's joinhoney.com slash Rosen. And try it out because it's free and easy. Who doesn't like a free way to save money? I like it. I also endorse it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. I, I needed that yesterday. Literally, I was oh, just no. ordering stuff and I was trying some codes that I thought would work. And I was like, does this make me a hacker? <laughs> oh, <he does. laughs> is this illegal to guess codes? And I struck out on all of them. That Do was you my, think? Oh, sorry, go ahead. That was my favorite episode of Mr. Robot, <laughs> where they were just like on and they were just trying different codes Macy's on Bonobos. Macy's 312. Yeah. No. Please let me in Macy's. No. no. Shipping. No, that's not free shipping. Right. Christmas deals. Mm-hmm. Christmas deals. <laughs> okay couple things uh i did a patreon live stream 
so yesterday. And usually it's just Daniel and me, Wendy and Elliot on the live stream. But this time, old Jenna Kim Jones and her whole family, Al, Samantha, new baby who is tiny, which of course she would be. Um, la 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 la. She was my guest on the live stream. So that was super fun. And I used to do the live streams through Facebook, but now I do them through YouTube and it's much easier and much better. So, um, if you're interested in that, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. Different reward levels. There's bonus episodes. David Huntsberger was my guest on the last bonus episode. Yeah. We had a lovely time. We really did. And then this month you get two. You'll get an Ask Me Anything with me. And the other one I think is going to be Greg Heller. Jordan Morris is coming on, but he is not available until for the Patreon episode until December. So that one's getting pushed again. But um, also Daniel mentioned earlier, which I haven't, I don't mention it a lot. There's secret merch, you guys. If you're at the level where you get merch, you get some secret merch, which I don't often talk about. We cool we'll never as talk about. fuck. That's right. So patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for that. Okay. So today, I there's North Towers and South Towers. And one bank of elevators, the original directions from the office assistant receptionist, her name is Brianna. I'm just mm-hmm. going to tell you guys her name. From Brianna, where if you take these elevators, the office is just right across across from the uh, elevators. If you take the other bank of elevators, go around the corner and then look for our office. And somehow, every single time, I take the wrong elevators. And it's always... And it doesn't make sense to me because it's like I circumnavigated this building five times. So what am I doing wrong? Like, Mm. I swear to God, it's not just three or four even. It's some, I don't, I don't, I know. And I know David Huntsberger, you said oftentimes there's like a floor plan Mm -hmm. uh, that you can find and the fire safety thing. Yeah. There is one. I looked at it. It was confusing to me. (laughs) I don't understand. I don't understand what happens in Uh, this building. so in your mind, when you're imagining where you are, like if you're trying to... I just to see ima- directly is it, in front of me. <laughs> is it just like um, a spiral with different, like a door floating in space and an eyeball? Yeah. <laughs> I see more of an MC Escher right. illustration. Yeah. Okay. I just, checking. when I take a step, the door moves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, today I got there because I was late last time and I got there early today and I was definitely going to take the north elevators because it's the north elevators that are right across the hall. Took a like in the parking structure, went extra far away to get to the north elevators, got out, and I'm like, God damn it, this is in the same place I always am. <laughs> so I'm like, had this, I had this thought of like, how, because this is how I feel generally about directions, even though it's very black and white and like there is a correct way to get there. I often feel like there's, it's impossible for me to find where I'm going. I don't know how to do it. And I was like, how could I possibly have prevented this? And then I'm, I scroll back in my emails and it's like, our offices are right across from the South Tower elevators. If you take the North elevators, blah, blah, blah. And then I realize, aha, there was a way around this. It would have been to read the email before I made the decision to find the North elevators. And then my the guy's name starts with S. So I'm like, South elevators and S, his name. I will never make this mistake again. And by the time I had this realization, I was in front of his office. And it, I rem- it reminded me that my friend who lived in New York up a five-story walk-up 
because I went to visit him in the summer and it was really hot and pretty unpleasant doing this five story walk up. But I remember him telling me, if you get something to think about, it makes it go by faster. And so, <laughs> like, if you have a thought, <laughs> that kind of works in is that most just cases. In life, yeah. Or life? No, specifically the stairs. What if the thought is it smells like tinkle in here? Nope, that it's got to be something else. So okay. because I was so distracted coming up with my South Elevators S name thing, the fifteen times around the building went by fast. But by the time I got there, I did need to pee. So there was a woman coming out holding the bathroom key, and I said, "Oh, is that the bathroom key?" I mean, of course it is. And she said, "Yes." And I said, "I'm going that way too." So then I like followed her a few feet behind her to the bathroom, but it was a short enough trip to the bathroom that we didn't have to make conversation. But we got, and there's more than one bathroom here. Daniel, are you laughing? Because this is so fucking boring. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I'm into but, it. Please tell us about the bathroom. <laughs> Just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> then we this got has there. all the hallmarks <laughs> of like a, a tale of first I had to broach the right system and get into the right tower. <laughs> then I did. I met a woman who had the key and I was led into... Her whole life is an escape room. I just want you guys to know it's going to be disappointing. Excellent. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> the bathroom was out of order. No. Oh. <laughs> but alas, I couldn't pass. So I said to her, there is another bathroom. Because I had already passed it. It's across the whole other building. So she said, I know it's so far away, though. And I'm like, I know. Did you so, tell her to think of something? And then it was like, <laughs> no. So then the two of us together, not really talking, me like a few paces behind her, walked uncomfortably all the way around the building to the other bathroom. And oh. I said to her, and I made this bold decision. I said, I always try to come up the right bank of elevators, but somehow I always get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that terrible and she's like the psychiatrist's office and, is just well, over there here's the <laughs> thing here's the thing I'm always loath to begin a conversation with anyone in the waiting room of a psychiatrist's yeah, office you never do oh, that yeah, don't. never Mm-mm. like years ago there's no winning and my there. first therapist there was a woman who we always had the same time appointment and I always saw her and one time she said to me I don't know what to make for dinner any ideas and mm. I was I think I was like <laughs> chicken and I was, I remembered it all these years of like, I, cause in my mind, I narrowly escaped being sucked into who knows what with that woman. Oh, yeah. But I even mentioned it to the therapist. And she said something like, oh, she wouldn't, I don't, I don't know what, like do whatever your paranoid brain is thinking about. <laughs> like she wouldn't cross, like she has, so, she, she has social she wouldn't skills. Or murder something. someone with a chicken because you mentioned it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm the one who sounds crazy in this story. You should have mm-hmm. said, uh, I don't know, two dozen Barbie heads. I don't some, something. <laughs> All right. So anyway, the the bathroom woman did not want see d- didn't didn't rejoin with anything other than like oh. <laughs> so then we go to the bathroom. <laughs> I realized how terrible this story. Were you going to do this one on the Moth Podcast, honey? Because I don't think you should do the whole thing here. <laughs> And that, look, I'll make it fast. I'll make it fast. Yes. We get to the bathroom, and then I realize we're both waiting out the other one. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Yeah, because we're not going to walk back together. Yeah. And That's she set the key on the bathroom. Situation. Yeah, because I had to change a tampon. She might have had to poo. I don't know. It was, it was a lot of listening. So anyway, but then at a certain point, I realized, oh, sh- I think she's waiting for me to wrap it up. So I wrapped it up because I was going to just wait her out. So then Maybe I- she was holding a fart. <laughs> I don't you know. know. Like, yeah. I left. She's like, I was going to walk around and let this fart out, but now this woman's two paces behind me. I can't fart. Now I have it stuck. But I wanted to say, bye, bathroom buddy. 
but I didn't. <laughs> Thank oh. God. I feel like that's pretty good. You think I shouldn't have? Yeah. So then I hightail it all the way back, and now I'm in the waiting room. She, she comes in. in the waiting room, puts the key down, and says to me, Hi, Bethany. Nice- <laughs> <No. laughs> oh, I wish. But she said, Bye, have a nice day. So I feel like she was my bathroom buddy. She was. Yeah. This I, is a yeah. th- what you have mentioned here is a very difficult situation where Look, once this is two alley episodes in a row where I have to now apologize to everyone. It's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It seemed like a good idea at the time. It's a fine story, honey. Did so- you hear my restaurant story? That was not thrilling. <laughs> no, that one had some intrigue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I feel like that one best. This but this one. one, this one did have a moment where it's worth discussing, which is when you're walking in a hallway with somebody and you're like, or a sidewalk or whatever, and you're like, maybe a, a slightly faster walker, but not super faster, and you're right behind them, and so you're kind of like too close. What do you do? Do you then just speed up and pass them, or do you slow down and give them space, or do you make conversation? It's I, I've ne- it's always right, but when you speed up and pass them, you can't just pass them and then be half a step in front of them. You have to lay on the afterburner, yeah. really, like a yeah. block. Yeah, right. because there's a it's good, a, it's yeah, a big commitment. There's a good thirty seconds where you're just walking together, and then you're slightly ahead, and then slightly more ahead. You got to pretend to tie your shoe, even if you're wearing flip flops. You just or, gotta get down, or just stop and go. Oh wait, did I forget? Yeah, the <laughs> thing back there. I, Okay, they're fine. Pretend to check someone on your yeah. phone. Like a lot of the awkwardness of when you say goodbye to someone and then you're both walking in the same direction. Oh, that hurts. was this for a very long time today, is what I'm saying. Except that we weren't like we were bonded by our mutual destination and our shared bathroom key, but that's all we had in common. If you had said <laughs> like just that, fiance. I think you would have shared a pretty good laugh. If I had said what we're bonded, you're just walking along. You say just that we're bonded by our need of a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Um. <clears throat> all right, you guys. Well, I have an important announcement. Oh. Oh my God. So I wanted to share this with everybody. I, Allison doesn't know about this. I invented. There it is. Yeah. I invented something. It's free. It'll change your life. And what it is is, if you're sitting in a chair and you want to fall asleep, if you clasp your fingers together in your hands like this, so you so. You know, put your put your like hands together. Here's the interlacing. And yes, here's the steeple. But the fingers on the outside. This is a visual. And then you make a uh, you, your index fingers out. Okay. You can do two. two you can do your middle finger too. But you and then you kind of place it under your chin, <laughs> tuck your elbows in, and lean back. You can sleep without your your head will not fall to the side, and you will it's exert really no a lot energy. Of stress on the fingers. No, in your you will not hurt your fingers, and you will exert no energy holding your head straight. You will not get a sore neck. You can sleep in the middle seat on the plane. It's so anyway. I just thought uncomfortable. So you got to lean back though. It's like this. It's kind of like you're (laughs) making a finger gun. You're making double finger guns, and then you're pointing it right, right, right. Like you're gonna shoot your. You're right. You're gonna shoot your neck. You're gonna shoot the base of your neck. (laughs) Wait, nothing creepy about what problem is this solving? Well, your head doesn't lull to the side, and then you wake up with a sore neck. Oh, okay. And every so, flight attendant ever is like, anything for the gentleman in the suicide pose? Yes, it's this, it is. A su- anyway, I just, I th- I'm changing lives. You got to really jam your fingers all yeah. out. No, you there, really though. don't, though. If you're lean back, it's not as bad as it seems. I think I have a deep, open, sort of under jaw, and it feels like you, it's you rest your You rest <laughs> the tips of your fingers on your jawbone. Oh, you didn't say that. Yeah, I do was you notice? in the meat. Oh, yeah. 
Right, I was in the chin. Like, you have a ferny pad of goatee right there, though. You yeah, know what you I do. mean? Like you have a total buffer goatee. It's, it's like creating grip yeah. or something. I don't think so, though. I think you could do it. I don't think My I face hurts back. now. Yeah, I hate yeah. this. When did you no, fall asleep? You're not doing it right. No, you got to keep it more like this. <laughs> why were you? Why were you sleeping in a chair? <sighs> because a uh, fellow was sick, and I had to sit in the chair and and for a long period of time, and I was sleepy. He wouldn't let you leave the room. He wouldn't let me leave the room. This move. No, see that creates neck cramp. Yeah. What keeps this your doesn't... arms up though? Tuck, tuck them in, Jeff. <laughs> tuck them in where? <laughs> the, but then the, you fall the asleep pressure, and they fall down. The pressure, no, no, the pressure on the fingers. <laughs> trust me, it works. Daniel, is this the quants method? <laughs> it is. D quants on the snappy. Explain to Allie <laughs> the quants. D- David, you're familiar with the quants method, right? Totally. Well, works. I know it w- for hanging a sweater. <laughs> Be my ombuds buddy. My ombuds buddy. Sure. Well, why don't you walk me through how you would take a sweater and place it in a closet where you would hang some items? I don't know that you fold them up necessarily, but let's just say you wanted to hang it. How would you go about doing it and you didn't want to have those pesky, pointy shoulder things? Right. I don't know what the right answer. I want to say the right answer, but I don't know what it is. I put it, I put the hanger into the shoulder and then I, I stretch the neck to where the shirt is barely wearable, and then I put it... <laughs> Other the, side of the... Yeah, 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 yeah. The ward method. The ward method, yeah. <laughs> I stretch the shirt out because <laughs> I don't deserve good things. Well, I have some great news for you. Okay, <laughs> all right. Oh, you go up from the you go up from the underside. I'll, I'll let Daniel explain well, it to you. Well, you could try the quants method. <laughs> and, the qu- and, and, and what you do is you put the hanger in the neck holes like you would a normal shirt, okay. only there's one more step. You take the sleeves... And you fold them over the top, and then you you kind of bunch up the top. So then the the hanger is not actually putting, is not exerting any pressure on the sweater. Oh, the 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 weight of the sweater is on the sleeves that are crossing. At I feel the, you. Yeah, and How? this is the quants method with your arms. Well, no, the quants the quants <laughs> method is more of a of a, an ethos that that involved. applies to different things. <laughs> Right, but so when it comes so to circles back to arms, it's the quant. That's the quants method of uh, sweater full, uh, sweater hanging. This is the quants method of sleeping in a chair. And there's also the quants method of walking, where you engage your toes. Well, yeah, but that's just more of a general. It's not just walking; it's standing, it's pivoting. You know, it's it's uh, you know, it's being ready to pounce. You know, mm-hmm. keeping those toes engaged with the ground. I feel like, you know, those things on tennis courts that just keep shooting balls at you. Yes. I feel like you're that, but with life hacks. Yeah. I appreciate <laughs> yes. it. Just, right. they just keep coming at you. I, listen, I'm going to, I'll have a pamphlet. You can, <laughs> s- you can send me a, uh, your address. Come out of your suicide nap, throw on an old man sweater and pounce. <laughs> just attack the day. <laughs> you follow my method. You will be wearing a dimpleless sweater. <laughs> Sleeping in a middle seat, looking like you want to commit suicide. <laughs> it's so it's it feels so good though when you share a life hack that you feel like someone's going to use because you're like, I just changed that person's life. I matter. This is a problem I've been trying to solve for a long time. I can't be the only one. <laughs> I'm gonna, I wanted it to work, but just for me, it's it's it'll, doing it'll it. work because you, you have a, a meaty under chin, just meaty under <laughs> jaw area. It's just all try, meat. Try it when you go. But you're well, tucking your yeah, he's, chin. He's also making like a ledge with his fingers as opposed to a gun with them. They're well, kind you're, of... You're using a point. Yeah. Right, like this. 
right back at okay but then my elbows go way out how are your wrists bending that way oh i don't think i don't know that you're on the microphone anymore (laughs) okay but look at how when i do it my elbows go way out so if i want to get a platform for this meaty jaw can you (laughs) you guys this looks like an armageddon drill for a suicide it really does (laughs) i have a much better solution for being comfortable tell us it's brooklinen oh yeah they're the best sheets in all different kinds of colors great quality super comfortable luxury bedding underpriced you have to try these sheets today just in time for the holiday gifting season you and your loved ones deserve uh high quality sheets and bedding without needless luxury retail prices so brooklyn Inn was founded in april 2014 by husband and wife team vicky and rich Fulop. so they went to a hotel and they sleep better than anyone so they, they're asleep too. right now. Mm-hmm. They went to a hotel. They loved the sheets. They asked the hotel, where can they get the sheets? They priced them. They were like a bazillion dollars. They said, there has to be a cheaper way. So they cut out the middleman. Just it. like we mentioned earlier, they are disrupting I love it. sheet buying, selling right to you. Uh, Brooklinen is the fastest growing bedding brand in the world. Their sheets have over 12,000 five-star reviews and they were named winner of best of online bedding category by good housekeeping all sorts of different colors and patterns that you can mix and match to complement any decor i love my brooklyn and sheets try these sheets and i know you'll love them too your own not mine that is unless you want it no i think you should get your own brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer just for my listeners get twenty dollars off and free shipping when you use promo code allison at brooklinen.com in fact brooklinen is so confident that you'll love your new sheets that they offer a risk-free 60 night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all of their sheets and comforters there's no reason not to give these sheets a try for yourself or as a gift this holiday season give the gift of luxury sheets the only way to get $20, $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code Allison at brooklinen.com. That's brooklinen, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code Allison, brooklinen. These are the best sheets ever. David Huntsberger. Yeah. You did a show in Erie, Pennsylvania. Yes, at Penn State University in Erie. Like oh. the, the Erie campus of Penn oh, State. Oh, yeah. They have a mm-hmm. like okay. a satellite campus. Yeah. And you said it was very cold. Very cold. And I and went with... <laughs> you only had a sweater. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I forgot we had that email exchange. We, we did. Convince me to take I a jacket. Said, I, I said, this seems like the situation calls for buying a jacket. And you said that you were going to die in your sweater. And I said, <laughs> I admired your principles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone thought I was a complete idiot. And they were totally accurate. But my thinking was that like, well, I'm going to get off the plane right into a shuttle to the rental car. That walk is going to be the worst going out to the rental car. Then once I'm in it, I'm right to the hotel, maybe 20 more seconds. Right, right. So I was banking that I would not have car trouble and I bet on myself, you guys, and it feels great. <laughs> Me and my sweater pulled it off. And I was ri- the move I would make is like, oh, I got to get out of the car right now. And then I'd put on a knitted cap. Ooh. Problem solved. Did, and then I just said, have you factored the knitted cap into your advice? No, he didn't tell me he had a knit cap. Yep. Yeah, I did. I refer to it as a beanie, but I, some some people think that can be a bit insensitive. I don't understand that. But Bees don't like it when you call them that. Oh, I think when I was subbing, there were like a lot of Latino kids, and I think they were doing it just to bust my chops. Right. Right? Like, hey, take off your beanie. And they go, ooh. I'm like, you don't mean that. I don't think. But then I thought, what if they do? What if this is kind of racist? So yeah. You know, it's only 
in the last, I don't know how many years, that I'm aware that beanie refers to that kind of cap. Because I always just called that a ski cap, and I thought of a, I don't know what I thought a beanie was. Beanie is something a baby wears. Or oh, like a, a baby, or something a bee it, has you don't on their think leg. Of a beanie is like the... no, I do. Is it a oh, okay. West Coast thing? Do you think it's a Maybe, West Coast? Yeah, beanie. Well, I am West Coast though. Oh, oh, I yeah. don't know. Northern? Do you think it's because no, we're Northern no, California-ish? Northern yeah. Like it's hell. Maybe it's Helen it's hell. Northern <laughs> California-ish. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, I have a I have a heavy winter coat in my the back of my car right now, and it has fur along the the rim of the hood. Fake fur. Come nice. on, guys. Yeah. Of but I keep being afraid that someone's going to see it, think it's a sleeping animal, and bash my windows in to rescue it. But it's just a coat because mm. we don't see fur anything. Yeah. In yeah. LA. You should put and, a sign on it that says this is not. An it's a coat you guys like it's not a weird sleepy critter but i've been to erie twice oh i mean i was there a total of you know 30 hours or so i thought it was delightful Just what, what was your place. impression of it i okay i was in hawaii for free mm-hmm. i was shooting something in hawaii and i had to leave hawaii one shoot early to get to another shoot in erie pennsylvania so over the course of 21 hours i flew from hawaii oh. to seattle to Chicago to Erie mm. without sleeping. And oh then I God. got there and I tried to get like a cab at the Erie airport. I was like, where are your cabs? And they're like, ooh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> what? They don't have cabs? They, you can call one and they'll get there in about 45 minutes. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, oh, dang. Damn. I know. Well, I had a much more pleasant experience in Erie. There's it's a place beautiful. called, I think it's called like the Little Pick Six or something like that, ooh. which was like a liquor store that was also <laughs> kind of a pub. So people were like hanging out in there as if it were a, a bar, we just had some like couches, but then you walk to the back and just pick out beer. And they had a bunch of different like, uh, they had a beer there called uh, the Pennsylvania Tuxedo, which has some elements of spruce in it. It's pretty good. It's like drinking a tree, but good. How informal. Yeah. What an informal bar. Help yourself. <laughs> yeah. I thought a Pennsylvania Tuxedo is that thing where, I don't know. I know, like it sounds like a sex move. <laughs> yeah. It really does. It really does. Yeah. I, yeah, like I gave her the old Pennsylvania tuxedo. <laughs> what would that be, Jeff? You're from Pennsylvania. I would Spruce up your butt. <laughs> I would say a pair, a pair of overalls with a flannel t-shirt or a flannel shirt under them. I think okay. it's just like a Steelers outfit with no underpants on. Just the jersey. I think it's a short jersey with no... Is Steelers and then, Pennsylvania? I don't know what I'm talking about. And then about. that's yes. when you squirt cheese whiz on her chest yes. or something like that. <laughs> Get it. Um, I went to a Tim Hortons there and I was... I asked them, I was like, do you have any um, non-dairy milk options? <laughs> and the woman said, um, yeah, uh, yeah, we have skim milk. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, not in California anymore. <laughs> like, but I, um, you know what always gets me as a, California, as a California native is when you go places where they have rolling lawns where they need tiny tractors to yeah. mow them. And you're like, just what do you do with all of this lawn? Like you could have croquet tournaments. I mean, you could do tumbling. You could do foot races. Yeah. It's just, and they're like, oh, I've got to mow my 14 acre lawn in my normal suburban area. What is it like? I, lo- I mean, I, we had a lawn in the desert because we had a well in, in Nevada. It was pretty big, too. It was the best. That's, I, I mean, having a – I know it's, like, not comic. You know, people now zero-scape and get rid of, like uh, – Oh, is that a thing, dry- zero-scaping? Yeah, yeah, rocks and things that don't require any uh, yeah, moisture. Water. Yeah, but, man, having a lawn, it's the best. You just run around like a maniac. You just go run around. Yeah, run around, ride bikes on it and yeah. all that, yeah. That's the best. We'd have, like, you know, slumber parties where we slept out in the – in the lawn, me and a bunch of pals. It was fun. I think pretending to be 
homeless when you're young is fun because it it's is, not like yeah. a possibility like it is when you're older. Like <laughs> yeah. for me to just go sleep in a backyard somewhere would be like, this could be me if things go really wrong next year. You know, like if I screw up on my taxes, this could be my life. Yeah. But yeah, we used to have campouts. I used to refuse <clears throat> to use a tent. I was like, I just wanted to sleep outside with my sleeping bag, no tent. I thought tents were for wusses. And then uh, I woke up once with an ant uh, biting my face. Eesh. That was my alarm clock. But I that could have happened it. in the tent too. Yeah. It? Uh, I don't, I think the whole point is that things can't get in to bite you. Mm. And I think something got right on my face and bit me. I slept outside under the stars a grand total of one time. Mm-hmm. And I, I slept it. really well. And I slept in a tent one time and could not sleep at all because I was wedged between these two bitches <laughs> who none of us, like we somehow we, I don't know what happened, but there were three girls to a tent. And what was this? Was this, this the was, worst bachelorette party ever? <laughs> what was this? Where were you? How old were you? Where, what was happening? This was our seventh grade trip to Sequoia National Park. Okay. And most of the time we were in a cabin, but we hiked to Lower Kawea and then slept in tents for one part of it. And on the way back, I fell in the river and I had, and there was a bridge, but they were you like, just did the hand moment. I fell in a river, but it looked like you went, yeah, no, <laughs> and we were like climbing across the tops the of rock. There were, there was, there were these rocks you had to climb across to get across the river and i slipped and then i was waist high in like sludge river water sludge and i noticed our teacher who was like in her 60s hightailed it up the whatever and then crossed a bridge i was like there was a bridge option and i didn't know that we were supposed to bring more than one like a change of clothing so I had to wear my pink sweatpants for the rest of the time, but I didn't even, I was so over it at that point. I did not even care. Um, but anyway, when we slept in this tent, you normally do you put your feet by the opening of the tent or your head by the opening of the tent? Ooh, I didn't even feet. know that etiquette. Yeah, I feel like you kind of grow, I think you go crossways, yeah. don't you? Yeah, I would go more cross. This or was, feet. I would, I, now that I think about it, I would go feet. Well, yeah. yeah. What we did so was... So that if someone's coming into the tent, they don't have to crawl over you or whatever. Right? That's what I was going to say. This mm-hmm. I had the middle position, mm-hmm. like the middle seat of the tent, and it was just one person by the opening, one person by the back, and then me in the middle. And I feel like no matter what, that's the wrong way. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. feet you know, how, you know how you yeah. do that? When you're in your... In your uh, sleeping bag, you take your hands and <laughs> right. you put them under your chin. It was, I could you. not, it was like, it was so claustrophobic in there. Um, so anyway, all of this is just to let everyone know that I have roughed it. <laughs> sleeping outside is the best though. I used to, I remember this time I was in Montana and I was sleeping no tent and all, all of a sudden I realized that there was lightning in the distance and I, you know, don't get to see that very often. I'm so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. It's like, oh my gosh, cool. It's getting closer. And then I was like, oh no, I don't have a, t- I don't have a tent. I just had a you know, sleeping bag. And so Were you by yourself? I was uh, I was like with this big group of people. It was a volunteer it was it was when I was volunteering for an AIDS charity, so <laughs> um but uh but I really I mean I they essentially you get to camp throughout Montana for like seven days and I was like, sure, I'll do it. So it wasn't out of the good and goodness of my heart. But um so this storm was coming and I realized like, oh no, this is coming right for us. And so I had to take out my compact and then wait for a lightning flash to put my contacts 
into my eyes. Like it was pitch black in- until the lightning <laughs> would flash and then I would just be there poised <laughs> with a contact lens and then it would, it, illu- the sky would illuminate. I'd put an eye in and then I ducked for cover and it was the wor- it was the like the worst storm I had ever seen. Like there was no car or anything. You didn't have any. We had to, to evacuate into a gym and then wow. there like uh, there were telephone poles flying that crashed into things. Whoa. I mean it was Jesus. Nar, nar, Were you man. scared or was wow. this? Ex- were you, did you never feel more alive? Well, I died. That no, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, wow. um, I had never felt more alive. I was like, oh, I've never gotten to evacuate anywhere. Like there's weather, <laughs> huh. but yeah, it was a deluge. But it was one of those things where you when you realize like, oh, a force of nature is coming toward me, and then you're like, well, that's not good. Probably. I love it though. Rough it if you can. Get that Lyme sounds disease. too scary for me. It was a little scary. Your story. I feel like I'm too sorry. scary. I'm sorry. <laughs> I imagine that David has spent a lot of time with his bedroll out by the campfire and l- while the doggies go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times we had like little cabins to sleep in for that. Very rarely like a tent or anything. Sometimes yeah. like, yeah, like having a cool bedroll is like yeah. a pretty um, critical cowboy thing. Yeah, Non-desert person over here. What's a doggie? It's a... Um, Cow, yeah, that's cattle. what they oh, call really? it. Yeah, roll on, little doogies. You never heard yeah, that? No, I never knew that. I no, but I'm talking about dogs. Oh, I no. do know <laughs> Ragtime Cowboy. I know that song. Ooh, lay it on us. Oh yes, Allison, lay it on us. Home means Nevada. Home means the hills. Home means the sage and the pine. Out where the trucky silvery rills. Out where the sun always shines. Shine, that shine, fool shine. is eager. <laughs> All right. Well, now I'm. I've been. This is not spot. an authentic cowboy song. Um, <laughs> He always sings mm-hmm. raggy music to the cattle as he swings back and forward in his saddle on a horse that is syncopated, gated, and there's such a funny meter to the roar of his repeater, how they run when they hear the bad guys coming, because the Western folk all know he's a highfalutin, rootin' tootin' son of a gun from Arizona, ragtime cowboy. Talk about your cowboy, ragtime cowboy, Joe. <laughs> Right, yeah, that's a real, yeah. that was well done. Thank you. Perfect, honey. Thank you. That was almost beautifully done. I made her learn that before we get married. <laughs> Daniel and his mom both know this song. Like Daniel was, we used to sing it to Elliot before I knew it. When I would just try to keep up, uh, and then, da- but one time his mom was here and Daniel started singing it, and she chipped in, and I could tell this was like an important <gasps> lullaby to them. I don't know if that's true. It but felt like okay. you have to know it if you're from Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a song we knew. I think it was a song that I learned when I was little, and so my mom knew it because we would sing it because oh, I... Oh, was this in the chorus? No, 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 no. This was when I was like three. That's so what I'm saying. It's an important song to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, like in the way that like the ABCs is an important song to you. I mean, it's a song that you sing with Elliot. It's, it's just, just something that... fundamental that is the basis of all of your <laughs> yeah. learning. Yeah. Come right. to think of it, we did have kind of a ragtime relationship. <laughs> um, yeah. I love yeah. that when Allison was singing that, though, I was looking right at her singing it, and then I looked over at you, and you were mouthing the words <laughs> like a stage mom, like a I'm gypsy like, rose I'm so stage proud mom. that she got it right. I <laughs> think that was literally the first time she got the whole song perfect. I was so... Thank you. You were mouthing the words swelling with pride, like a little backup, like I'm, like a you were a tele (laughs) human teleprompter. You go, Allison. You go. You're gonna make it. (laughs) Loved it. I loved it. (laughs) But it's not that important to Daniel. (laughs) Oh no 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 no! Not minorly important. It's a it's a fun little ditty. 
Mm-hmm. So what are you guys going to do? Are you guys getting out of town? You're not obviously not going to camp, but I want to hear if you have any vacation plans, any relaxation For plans. For the holidays? Even just a spa day. Ugh. I feel like you guys need a... We really don't. We talked about maybe going on a trip Yeah, we north. might go on a trip up north in January, a quick one. Um, oh, yeah. Well... Up the Arctic Circle. Right. I don't... Is that, yeah, I guess that's sort of a trip. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> There's you a, sound excited. There's a, no, there's it's, a I can't. There's a work thing that I can't reveal can't, yet, yeah. which is oh. what we're. So we might tack on a little couple extra days related to the work thing. Right. Wow. Um, but lumberjack. Yes. What lumberjack? Lumberjack. I don't get it. Going up north, you're gonna do some lumberjack work. While yes, ex- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he meant literally. Honey. Um, <laughs> I thought this was some kind of code. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you'll do that in your Pennsylvania tuxedo. <laughs> We're not going anywhere for the holidays, though. No. We're sticking around. We're going to Orange County. <laughs> oh, that's a trip. Are you kidding? For oh, a, just for the for the afternoon, so. Well, and then my dad's coming to Disneyland in December, and we might spend one night down. The idea of taking the baby to a hotel room is stressing me out because it's like, we have to take the bath thing and all the, like, crit. And there's so like, much paraphernalia. There's so much right. shit. That goes into his routine. You got to plug up all the outlets. Yeah, yeah. It just feels like such a a big ordeal, but that's where he'll be, and he hasn't seen the baby yet, so we got to do it. But that's it. Nothing. Just as a cautionary tale, as a Mm. parent, my sister chased a spider into an outlet with a fork. So just watch out. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Back in the day. That's in the 70s, though, when you could drink a wine cooler for breakfast and smoke a half a yeah. pack of cigarettes and your daughter would... What happened? Did anything bad happen? I think she got a little, a little jolt. A... <laughs> just a little... She learned real quick not to chase a spider she with a She has curly fork. hair now, which is Yeah, exciting. she does. <laughs> it is interesting how outlets are fascinating to babies. All the dangerous things are fascinating. Well, I mean, it's no. like a mysterious hole in the wall. I mean, and it's right there. It's right yeah, at baby face level. It really strangely. is. We do have them plugged now. Yeah, but he's fascinated with like gripping onto the little plug Well, that's thing. why I got the kind of plug that has a... You have to actually... It doesn't... You can't just pull it off. It has a little trigger so that he can't pull it off. Yeah, because he wants to pull it off. Yeah. Um, I need to talk about something else. Okay, look, I need to acknowledge... There's a lot of ads in this show. But they're great I ads. Get it? There's so much fun, Allison. I, I know. But that means that advertisers like this show, and yeah. they like your listeners, so and they want to advertise on the show. That's right, you guys, Honey because you are. Effective. Sorry, Honey seems very effective. Yeah, mm-hmm. Brooklyn sounds yeah. Mm-hmm. great, and it sounds sheets. like a verb for being in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I'm Brooklyn it. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> yeah, this is a compliment to you guys, listeners, because it means that people want their stuff in front of you and also they like the show you like so but but thank you because i know that um it's a lot but i want to tell you guys about whistle it's a device that attaches to your pet's collar and allows you to track their location and activity from an app on your phone uh i've mentioned before wendy is a shy dog our dog trainer who's also been a guest on the show laura london if you haven't heard that episode go check it out um she's also on an animal planet uh series um a long time ago, she told me you need to get a GPS tracker for Wendy because if she bolts, it's going to be hard for someone to catch her because if they run up to her, she's just going to run away. So especially if you have a shy dog, but really any sort of uh, any dog, just have the peace of mind or cat actually too. Um, 
but especially an animal that's outside that can leave. Um, have the peace of mind of having a GPS tracker on your animal. And also the activity monitor part, I thought, I don't know how much I'm going to use that. Turns out I love being able to look at it and be like, oh, Wendy was at rest during these hours or Wendy, you know, did 174 minutes of exercise today, which totally is beyond the goal. Um, cause you can set activity goals based on your pet's age, breed and weight. And then if your pet just crushes it that day, you personally feel like you did. Like, oh, I got all my steps in, even though I didn't, just Wendy did. Um, Whistle brings peace of mind to pet owners across the nation. For a limited time, all my listeners can get $25 off a Whistle device when you use my code, Allison. So go to Whistle.com right now and use code Allison at checkout. Visit Whistle.com today. Whistle, the smarter way to care for your best friend. This is going to be a real blast from the past for listeners who used to listen to the very first iteration of the Thursday show. Is it hot in here? It's a little warm. Is that the bit? No, it's not a bit. It's that I used to always ask if it was hot in there and can someone turn on the air conditioning? Oh. Daniel, could you turn on the air conditioning? Can you see what's going on with it? Because it feels awfully toasty. Okay, but I don't feel toasty. It might just be me. It might just be all the, the hormones. I don't know. Oh, that estrogen. Ugh. It's the worst. I thought I had a fever recently and I was like, oh no, it's just hormones. Wait, do you take estrogen? I do, yeah. Because I actually just last night started taking estrogen because I may be doing another egg retrieval and they, the estrogen, they, they, they said they need to just press pause on what's going on right now because of Thanksgiving scheduling. So the estrogen just prevents anything from growing. Oh. But I did take it last night. So maybe that is why I'm hot. Yeah, it can do. It, like fluctuations can do that. And then, yeah, I kept taking my temperature for a while being like, what What do I have? And then I was like, ugh, it's just dumb medications. In general. Yes. Do you find that, do you take progesterone as well? You take all of it, right? I do. Yes. Do you guys care? Do you guys want to hear about my ovaries? They yes. Please. Suck. Yeah. This, well. this, we talked about this on the Monday show. What? We did. have um, primary... Ovarian crap ovaries. Yeah. Uh, Just real, just real slackers. They just, they, you know, like it was 2 p.m. and they were like, you know what? Quitting time. And you're like, I didn't blow this whistle. And they were like, we're done here. Our work is done here. So um, they don't work anymore. So they, um, so I have to have a very sexy patch that I stick onto my body. Um, And then I take that off a couple times a week and then I have to take uh, progesterone every once in a while. Is is that a suppository? I wish it were something I inserted somewhere, but I just put it in my big dumb mouth. (laughs) So just I wash it down with a glass of fireball and I call it a night. Do you? Okay, because I always think I have, I've taken everything. Right. And I always think it all makes me uncomfortable. I would probably be happier if I just had no estrogen and no progesterone happening. Like I look forward to the days when my body shuts it down. Although I took Lupron for eight weeks, which does put you into menopause and mm-hmm. did not feel good on that. No. You hated that. So my question for you, Allie, is do you think when you take estrogen or progesterone, do you think, oh, this is going to make me feel cranky or good right. or normal or like what? What, okay. what do you associate with taking those? I see the line of questioning. And having 
having not enough hormone is does not feel the relief that like the joy of tidying up would feel when you would clean out your closet. <laughs> right. It's not like I'm like, oh, I've got so much room now that I have none of the hormones I need. It doesn't feel like a like a spacious pantry. Um, uh, instead, it just feels like all of the fuel, like if you took all of the um, reserves out of all of the tanks in your car, like no transmission fluid over mm-hmm. here, no oil over here. And it was like, just run as normal. And you're like, I'm broken. So taking them just puts me back into like a normal area. And okay. so because they're they're just, they're garbage. They're just like, like prunes made of garbage is what my garbage prunes yeah that's what my ovaries are so they just boost me back to normal but when you're but when you're ttc which means trying to conceive i found that out because on every message board i went yes there's so much oh my god me and my me and my dh are ttc and i'm like f you (laughs) everyone's like me and my dear hubby are trying to conceive i still haven't heard that we've been in that world for years i didn't you know it's the only seen on message boards and also like there's also this all this like baby dust and hope you have a baby sticky empty yeah i mean it's baby like, it's something you sprinkle around a message board so other people get pregnant or something I don't oh my know. god it's thank god i have avoided that it's uh when <laughs> you're <laughs> when you're not ttc and or you don't have a dh and you just want to go in to be like what patch do i have to stick on my body so that everything so i feel normal it's designated a, hormone what's dh dear husband dear, dear husband, husband. We already, have a, we already have a DD and me and my DA. Oh, yeah, but trying, your daughter. But we're t- so, t- t- and blah, blah, blah. so there's just, there's a lot of waters to navigate, but yeah. So it just makes you feel wonky. You feel, Ooh. and especially if you've just changed something that's probably. Yeah, I think I associate all the, all hormones with feeling bad because I think of <laughs> PMS as because you have extra or whatever, or like progesterone, that's the one that makes you bloated and this. So yeah. I don't know though. Something interesting. Um, So I feel like women are more inclined to get into groups on Facebook or wherever that are supportive for whatever, you know, oh, I've got this condition and I'm on this group and they're talking about this or other mommies. And guys, when they join groups or whatever, it's just to talk shit about sports to other guys or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it's more negative yeah. in orientation. It's just interesting. But then you all internally combust. Yeah. And, and then get you prostate no, cancer. Yeah, and you have no outlets. And so you just, ever, like, a one weird errant one will just go shoot something because well, none of you can have emotions. I just think it's like, why why are guys not as healthy in the way that they socialize I know, as women sucks. are? Like, because group, we went to a group thing once... It was the only group anything that I'd ever done, and it was so amazing. You're talking about our grief support group. Our, grief support our pet, no, no, sorry, not just grief pet support loss. group. Pet grief, pet loss, grief support. By the way, by the way, I it was. I fucking, I I was really good at that. You were good yeah, at grieving. I was really good <laughs> pet loss support group. He really was. Were you hoarsely I'm, crying the loudest? No, but I was really pet loss pet loss supportive Aww. to other people. To other pe- yeah, well, you I, feel like you're a bright spot like, in their dark Aww. hours. Yeah, it, you know. Listen, every now and then you find. Uh, your groove. And I found I found my groove. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's interesting. I would never be inclined to join a Facebook group of any sort. There was uh, I was in San Diego recently, and they were doing like a live on air spot for one of the radio stations. And the guy hosting it was like, "This is for uh, Movember and Men's Health Awareness," which 
weirdly you feel like god come on guys got enough stuff do we need it but he was like guys don't talk about it and i had really really deadly testicular cancer i'm very lucky to be alive i never talked about it with anybody so i really want to encourage you guys like this is what the guy was saying this is what the guy was saying he was like you know dedicating a lot of airtime to it and they were fundraising and and really trying to get the word out and i was like oh yeah we don't do that you don't and then like as happened with with a relative of mine got prostate cancer and you know but didn't have it looked at by a doctor for a long time because he didn't want to be bothered and then it was too late and you're just like what a weird way there's this weird sort of shame about medical stuff because we're not talking about it Mm -hmm. we're not you know there's a commercial right now where uh i think is doctor of proctology from cedars oh yeah you've seen that one i just i just laughed out loud at this yesterday (laughs) say rectum say anus get comfortable with it (laughs) well it always drove me crazy so the nfl will do this thing where like it's the breast cancer awareness week and it's everyone wears pink and that's great you look you know Let's give money to breast cancer awareness, everything. Except most of the people watching football are dudes. Why not have prostate cancer awareness week mm-hmm. where you can actually raise awareness for something that's going to affect the people that are watching you need the event? Guy. Yeah. And I think the only reason is because the color blue isn't as cool a thing as pink on the uniforms. <laughs> if Plus, you had they don't big... want to be like, hey, Think about your butt while you're while you're well, rather think about boobs, you know. <laughs> it would be really effective though, just a, a like a husky Wisconsin guy in a camo vest. Like, yeah. all right, fellas, now listen. Yeah, I got a mirror out. Yeah, I started looking. Yeah, if you see this or feel this, people would all no, like. I'm the ma- I'm the manliest man ever, and this is the manliest finger, and it's gonna go right up my butt. <laughs> you know, it's like a prostate finger is like a. a yeah, ma- mascot for it or something. You know it's how a ma- masculine <laughs> finger that goes right up my goal in life butt. is to put myself out of the cancer business. So I go into the community and talk about just how preventable and treatable colorectal cancer is. I know it's not easy to discuss, but before we cure it, we first have to talk about it. So say these words: anus, rectum. <laughs> say I won't die from fear and I won't die from embarrassment. I'm Dr. Zoe Morell, and I'm your colorectal cancer surgeon at Cedar sinai I need to get him on ologies. Mm, you do? <laughs> yeah, I need him to be my next ologist. I, you know what? I think the thing is, maybe we could get more guys to care about their prostates if we paid as much attention to your butts as y'all do to boobs. Mm-hmm. We just got to, it's up to us ladies to flip that script and just be all about butts. <laughs> and then Thank you. <laughs> before you know it, everyone's be like, I have a very vested interest in all of y'all's butts. <laughs> right. Do you think guys will be like, hey, my eyes are up here and on the other side? (laughs) I think yes. I think uh, I think we have we can affect change by accepting your buttholes into our lives. (laughs) But yeah, we ladies, (laughs) ladies have it easier because we're we talk about everything from like the moment. We go through puberty. We're like, do my boobs look weird? And, you know, we have like magazines and yeah, inserts that come in. like the little amount that you've talked about, the variety of different hormones. I know. And like, there's so much more. It's much more like complicated. Well, okay. My, I've, I've said before that like the female body is like owning and operating a factory mm-hmm. and you dudes have like a super soaker and it's like, okay, there's going to be different levels of maintenance needed because we need all of this machinery to make yeah. human beings. It 24 seven around the clock, the moon shifts and our whole shit's fucked. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's so, it's like having a very expensive car that you constantly have to maintain. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 
you guys have a little bit more of like, uh, you know, set it and forget it kind of a thing. Right. But also as guys, even starting as children, it's like boys and men are required to have a ridiculous amount of stoicism and not caring and I having know. no yeah. feelings and having no pain at all. It's like My friend Donald. It's beaten into us since we're children. It's like, yeah. well, of course we grow up to be that way. I we played that. recess football on hard, not gravel, but just like tamped down dry Nevada desert soil that's just gravelly. It's rough. And if anyone fell, it was unpleasant. But we'd play you know, endlessly. And this kid, Donald fell and scraped his leg so much so that it like tore open the knee of his jeans. It had a little raspberry there and we all ran over and he was like rocking back and forth and holding it. Someone goes, let's see, let's see. And he lifts his hands away and it's kind of bloody. And then someone goes, are you okay? And he goes, no. And we were all like, what? (laughs) We're in fifth grade. You never say no. Never say no. It was so weird. Like everyone looked at each other like, you just say no. What do we do? Yeah, it was Aww. so strange. And Emergency like, flare goes off. You're just like, <laughs> I guess call a helicopter. I just it was so, I was like, oh yeah, you can say that. Yeah. Donald's so progressive. A couple things for guys. I want guys to be able to be super emotional all the time. Just let it out. And also, big. I'm a big proponent of guys being able to use concealer because I feel so <laughs> bad that like, you know, the whole the whole beauty industry, there's a lot of garbage with it. It's a big waste of our time and money, but Ooh, just being able to Sephora. be like, <laughs> <laughs> but just being able to dibby dab on an area. Oh man, that is the only blessing of being a woman, and y'all should have that. I disagree. What? No. We wear masks around. Let's be our true selves. You're gonna have some blemishes from time to time. Let's just live with them. Are you telling me that you haven't been like, I have an important meeting. I wish that I could just go dibby dab. Do you ever use I your walked, girlfriend's concealer? Never. In fact, never? I walked into a thing recently, and this I'm girl. I'm not even goes, sure what concealer is. I know it's um, a makeup. I think a of makeup foundation. Of some kind. Is it the same thing as foundation? No. Yeah. Oh, it's it's in the foundation family. Okay. Broad strokes. I mean, <laughs> yes. it's not Sorry, yes. turquoise. <laughs> right. It's okay. more foundation than eyeshadow. Okay. We're right. like we could, there's a whole family tinted moisturizers. There's a whole yeah. It's a big business. It's uh, it's it's the thing. It's the man. <laughs> right. Cosmetics. It's big pharmaceutical. It's the same thing. <laughs> Pretty much. Keep feeling like you're less than. Keep covering yourself up. I know. I know. But I do think that dudes should. That is one thing. You're trying to swing us around to this. It's so free to be ugly. <laughs> It's just, you know, I guess we could do that any day. What yeah. what am I I just want to be like an old lady who shaves my head, who has a cactus garden somewhere <laughs> and wears long vestments, like maybe a tunic over an already too long flowy skirt where there's just too much fabric. I feel like okay, so right now I'm wearing I don't know what this is, like a duster or so it's like a <laughs> super you shaving long, your armpits for the man. <laughs> it's a super long comfy cardigany wrap type thing yes and i feel like i'm going to teach art class soon i love it <laughs> it's just happening I love it i'm totally i'm becoming a new person because i've been wearing the jeff saw it just yesterday um i yeah i feel like it's become my new thing and maybe i'm gonna have a new personality to go with it doesn't oh. that personality need to include as you get older a little bit of like back in my day honey yeah. Like you had like to have like lived a sassy life. perspective. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. I want to wear chunky turquoise jewelry. I want to mm-hmm. volunteer at a, a spay and neuter clinic. I want to have wind chimes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. drink tea Ugh, all the time with pepper. the, with the yeah. dang, dangly hanging out. But um, you know, this lady in all the movies, <laughs> naturally, typically kind of grayish hair mm-hmm. and sure. no makeup. I love it. You do? I want to be that. I want to have the freedom to just be like, 
you're not quite sure. Do I have a lover? Do I have a wife? <laughs> yeah, Am yeah, I yeah. asexual? Mm-hmm. All you know is that I have a lot of well taken care of cactuses, cacti, and I just and a thirst for stained glass. Mm-hmm. I just I want to be that lady who gives none of the fucks, just graying temples, maybe a beard hair that I just don't. I I leave it be. I don't see you being her. And I hate to take the wind out of those sails. I think you could be her if you wanted. The beard hair. Do you have a single one that I don't see, but I don't care if I did see it. But do you you have one of those? Do you occasionally... Occasionally, do you look in the mirror and think, like, how did this centimeter long hair get here out of the middle of my chin? Because it's been a while since I've seen it, but occasionally I will get a chin Mm, hair. You never know when it's coming. I have one... Not a beard hair, but I have one mustache whisker that is more robust than the rest. <laughs> and I'm just like, who are you? Yeah, I've got a few eyebrow, ha- like oh. singular eyebrow hairs that seem to have more personality than the others. I get so excited, <laughs> though, when that thing rears its head. Because I was like, because it's just like, I'm ready for battle. It's like watching a weaker gladiator come into the arena and you're like, oh, I have got tweezers for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good Like, feeling, you're the reason yeah. I have tweezers. Lit- uh, honestly, I have a mirror that I bought. At the time, I bought this like 10 years ago when I was still a very bad waitress. I was lucky enough to leave my waitressing job right as this new website called Yelp came out. And everyone's like, they can talk about whether or not you're a bad waitress. And I was like, I'm out. (laughs) There's accountability. But at the time, I was very broke. I had a a mirror I bought for $60. I saved up. I bought it at Bed Bath & Beyond. And you look into it and you see your soul. And it is horrifying. Does it have a light? It has a light, a rim light. And it's magnified and you just, you get to know yourself in a way that it's very uncomfortable. And you just, you go to and you town. you paid for this. Yeah, I did. $60 10 years ago. Six, I mean, 50 cents a month. <laughs> I've been paying it off. See, I have, it was not as expensive, but it like flips. There's a regular mirror and then mm. there's the mag- magnified side. Yes. And for some reason, it's just no matter, I've had it in a few different apartments. It's never the right height, so it always hurts my back when I peer into my soul in it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'll get there. I'll sit there with the tweezers in the magnified side of it, like getting every little everything. And then I think, but no one is actually I seeing know. my face like that. Why am I doing like? If I looked fine in the non-magnified side, why am I going to town here? Can I tell you the worst disgusting thing ever? Please. It's not that gross, you guys. I'm so sorry. I set that Even up if it way were. too. I Even mean, if it were. Considering that we've already talked about anuses and rectums and all sure. kinds of things. It's not that gross. Okay. This is well, a great... that's not gross. That's healthy to talk about. It's healthy about. to and talk gentlemen about. Gentlemen get comfortable with it. That's right. Nothing more masculine than Texas anal probe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is a good prank to play. Ladies, play it on a guy. So you go to... you. This is amazing. You go to pluck your eyebrows. And when you pluck it... There's like a, you know how there's like a bulb at the end? Yes. Yeah, it's gross. You take it and you, it's a little bit sticky. You stick it on your knuckle. You pluck another hair, stick it on your knuckle. Oh my God. You do this and it looks exactly like you just have one knuckle that has a pair growing out of it. <laughs> and then you say to your boyfriend or your roommate or whoever's your doorman, the valet, whatever, um, you say, can I ask you something? This is so embarrassing. Does this knuckle look weird to you? Does it look hairy to you? And they're horrified. And it makes plucking your eyebrows go by in a blink because you're like oh i'm harvesting the grossest prank ever that sounds like a lot of fun i'm sorry i told you that all these years i've just been not sticking the eyebrow hairs to my knuckle i mean if if it's like everyone or just me that's a big one (laughs) 
<laughs> if it's like a just me or everyone, I mean, yeah, that's my grossest. But it's a really good prank. The first time you pull it on someone, they get real confused. Do they uh, usually, are they usually honest or they go, no, your knuckles are perfect? I think the first time I did it, I got like a, it does. It kind of, is it, that's weird. And then they want to look at all your other ones. Do you want to hear a story that's kind of similar and a little bit grosser? Wait, yes. I want to hear that in a second. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I I need me. to hear this gross story. But look, summer may be behind us, God willing, but sweat just won't quit. Fortunately, there's one company out there that's putting an end to sticky situations once and for all. Tommy John. Tommy John is the 21st century men's underwear brand that Daniel switched to. And boy, mm-hmm. is he glad he did. Each pair is crafted from ultralight, breathable fabrics that move with you, not against you. That means no riding up ever, and it's impossible to get a wedgie. Tommy John even pioneered the time-saving horizontal quick-draw fly. It's a game-changer, right? It is a game-changer. If, if you want to get at the junk quickly uh, and you don't like to use the side thing, this is, it's, it's kind of amazing that no one thought of it sooner. It truly is, uh, you know, you don't have to unbuckle the belt. You just zip, boom, pee, back to the game. All Tommy John underwear is backed by the best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. So what have you got to lose? Change out of that ridiculous, ill-fitting multi-pack underwear and into Tommy John. No adjustment needed. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash best friend to get 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash best friend for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash best friend. Okay. Gross story. Okay. So um, the podcast I used to do with um, Tig and Kyle called Professor Blastoff. We had a segment on it called, we would ask the guests like, what's nuts? And then they would have to tell us like a really sort of pithy, factual sort of thing. And sometimes it was something they'd studied or knew, or in this case, it was this woman named Anna. And uh, she traveled up from Orange County, your homeland. And she Maybe had- Maybe I know her. Well, she has um, her limbs- she has a disease she was born with. I that- do know her. Anna Black? Yes. I do. What? <laughs> That's, That's unbelievable. <laughs> yes. What? I didn't know she was on your podcast. Yeah. She's the she coolest and, I went and to best. The same, uh, same grammar. Yeah, it's grammar school. This is That's crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. I love when that happens. I know. <laughs> so, Anna, so you're familiar with her, uh, her limbs being different and her... But was did her mom have German measles? I, I didn't know what she probably talked about it on the show, and I don't know that I remember all the specifics because this thing sort of dominated all of my memories to take away from it. Um, when she was a kid, they grafted some skin onto her hand to because her hand wasn't quite fully normally. She formed. had yeah, she has like a thumb and two fingers. Yeah, and so to sort of round it out and and uh, craft it a little more, they borrowed some skin. They borrowed it from her pubic region prior to puberty i did not know that yeah i didn't and know then, that was a graft. as she hit puberty mm. her knuckles started to sprout pubes oh oh my god oh my god yeah so you were recreating a thing that has genuinely in the world actually happened how what was her fix for that or her attitude about it i don't know she was she stuck her, them to her, her eyebrows I'm- <laughs> they were cracking up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I look a little puby to you. Uh, yeah, she, her and her husband talked about. It. I don't remember what they said. If she had it waxed every now and again, or if she'd had it wow. lasered, I don't remember. Wow. 
but uh, that episode exists somewhere. You can hear she tells it obviously a lot better. But is that is the craziest? And I can't believe you're uh, recreating it. And of course, made me think of that. I, I, I who knew that it was an homage? <laughs> who knew? Yeah. Oh, I guess that's kind of a good barometer where you're like, do I need to get waxed again? You just look right <laughs> down at your hand and you're like, yeah, it's about time. Yeah. Drops are coming. <laughs> yeah, you just maybe you just do like a little extra. You know, when you get a milkshake and they bring you the milkshake, then there's a little extra. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Just like do the knuckles while, I, while you're here. <laughs> yeah, she's bonus. amazing. So I've known she was a year or two younger than I was at the school that we went to. But, you know, known of her since she was a five-year-old, she, um, on one, one arm, one hand, like a thumb and two fingers, and then the other arm, st- she just had from, to the elbow. Yeah. And then her legs, she just had to the knees, and so she wore prosthetics and, um, got around so well and, and had this, I hope this. I feel like I'm afraid this sounds patronizing to say had an amazing attitude, but did. She's just cool. Yeah, she is just a cool person, and uh, I, I don't. I like that. Like, I don't know why. Like, because I'm sure she gets that a lot. Like, you're pretty cool for someone that's had yeah, like, a tough life. Because it's hard to talk about that without sounding like you're saying right. that. And I don't like, mean to say that. I just mean. And also, it sounds like shitty to say an inspiration. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound shitty. It it sounds like a compliment, but it also sounds condescending in a way i know what you mean i just thought she was genuinely like just real cool fun mm-hmm. to be around yeah she's really like funny i would think like something like that might make a person have to be even cooler because you're having to deal with everybody else's dealing you know like oh how do i handle so you have to develop social skills beyond what normal people have to develop in order to like i don't know set people at ease or something yeah um because i think most people just don't know what to do around someone who has some sort of, you know, handicap or something. Well, especially yeah. kids. Well, it, well the kids, kids don't. Well, or maybe, actually, maybe kids Kids are probably better. less uncomfortable. Yeah. Kids are probably just pointed out. I mean, mm-hmm. they're less right. inhibited. Sometimes kids can be such assholes, but mm-hmm. at what point, what, I hear that as a parent, like, there's a day when, like, your kid says something that just is heartbreaking or says something, like, super insulting yeah. and you just get like people's stories of like, yeah, like you know, my kid pointed out my mustache, or like you know, like my kid said, like, "Is it hard for you that you look so much older than your friends?" Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah like you have to prepare yourself for that. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Elliot's not at that point of yeah. saying of like of being too unfiltered. Why but... is your stomach lopsided? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I know, man. The I kids. know it'll happen. I think babysitting was like, you know, you're like 12 years old. You're like, oh, man, I'm going to make $3 an hour. I'm going to eat double stuffed Oreos on someone else's couch. This is going to be the best. And then like a, like the kid you babysit says something just horrible yeah. to you. Why do you always smell like that? Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, you just become, there's like this tiny window where you're an adult. You just become a 12-year-old like, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. Part of me thinks like we teach are the we teach people to be offended and put off like if a kid right. asks you something like well it's because i haven't been showering a lot lately and, you, know, <laughs> like you just were always very rational because i would imagine like anna would be like that like mm-hmm. oh, i was born with this thing and then it or wouldn't. you'll meet adults who are like that mm-hmm. sometimes who will just say the thing that a kid would say they don't yeah. inhibit themselves and right. sometimes you're like oh man yeah you could just ask but then often it crosses over into totally mm-hmm. it is interesting or it will be interesting to see when and how and 
and at what point they learn that stuff. Like while you were out for a second, we were talking about um, you. And uh, we're hoping you'll learn some of these things that we're talking about. Um, No, we were talking about how uh, boys are socialized to be stoic. And I was thinking like right now, Elliot is pulling up on everything and, and moving all around. And I've gotten faster. So now as he starts teetering, all of a sudden I've developed this mom skill of like I can swoop in and catch him. I did it like three times today and I was very proud of myself. But I did not have that skill as of yesterday or the day before. So he'll pull up on something and then he'll fall on the carpet and it's soft, but it'll hit his head and then he'll cry, Mm -hmm. uh, which is very awful for me. Um, He seems okay, but he's definitely feeling his feelings and his emotions and expressing them. And he's a real crybaby. You gotta get him knocked out off. Yeah. Real quick. (laughs) But I mean, at some, I don't know when, but at some point, obviously, he, I don't want him to, but he will. I mean, when I was like five, I don't know. No one influenced me to do this. We went to a group that was uh, for like families going through divorce. My parents had been divorced already for like a couple years, but I think maybe I wasn't doing great with it. My sister perhaps. And I think I was five and she was like three. We sat down cross-legged in a big circle with a bunch of other strangers who were also in the same uh, situation where like my parents were both there, which is one of the few times they were like, all right, let's try this together for the kids. And we sat down and this dude sat in the middle. I think he had, it, they seemed like a Portlandia sketch, <laughs> but the dude was just very like, be free with your emotions. He started playing acoustic guitar. I remember this very clearly when I was like five and he sang this song. It was, it's all right to <gasps> cry. Yes. That's from Free to Be You and Me. <laughs> it takes the, the sadness, sadness out, out of it. Yeah. It's all, all right, right to cry. cry. It might make, make you feel, feel better. better. <laughs> And I remember as a kid being like, I hate this. I do not want to cry. I don't want to be you. I will definitely raise him to, you know, if he has emotions and he expresses those emotions, I'll be just like, oh, so you are identifying as a girl. And then that's, <laughs> that's your girl. Great, yeah. That's okay, though. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's a great mm-hmm. way to So do if it. he has a, emo- you know. Um, no, I, I think that um, I probably am that way for reasons that don't won't apply to him you know or what way well i'm not going to be i'm not going to make him feel like he can't express his emotions i think the key with boys is let them let them express their emotions but just you that doesn't make you weak you're mm-hmm. still going to have to learn to be strong and be able to um not indulge in the the pain and stuff like that you know what i mean not feel sorry for yourself but but at the same time, it's okay to cry. Mm-hmm. There definitely needs to be a shift. I mean, I, I think about it. I was on Pinterest, like, putting together outfits that I was like, mm, I kind of like this. And I realized, like, a lot of them were, like, menswear, like, blazers, little <laughs> bow ties. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm picking out a lot of menswear. I think it's kind of cool and fashionable. But I'm like, I'm in a place where I could totally rock that. I mean, I, like, brag all the time about, like, yeah, I get to go up and chop wood when I'm at my parents' house, like, my favorite thing, like, a camp without a tent. But, like, you men don't have that yet. Where, like, if you put up a Pinterest board of just, like, a ton of flowy tunics that you wanted, like, and you wanted to wear that for work, like, no one would be like, ooh, great, I love edgy, you know? I can wear, like, a tuxedo to, to an event and someone's like, I like that girl. But you guys can't do that yet. And you're like, you need to be able to wear concealer and cry. Before, wear dresses. Before I am an old man, or maybe when I'm an old man, there will be 
dresses for men. Yes, mm-hmm. there should be. That is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like manly skirts kind of will come into fashion at yeah. some point. I mean, it's funny because like back in the day, you know, less than 100 years ago, it was scandalous for a woman to wear trousers. It's like, who does she think she is? And now it's just like, who wears skirts like ever? Like, you know, shave your legs and stuff. But like, there will be some change, but we, where women are still encouraged to like favor their masculine side because that's supposedly yeah, better. But, but men like, can't. Yeah, as soon as, the, as soon as the feminine and emotional side, like, you know, air quotes feminine, is celebrated equally, then right. you guys can do that without it being shameful. And, um, not to belabor this, but but every man has like their a feminine part of their psyche, and every woman has a male part of their psyche. And if you're if you're going to be healthy and well balanced, you have to have a healthy relationship with the opposite sex, yeah. like gendered part of your own psyche. Yeah. And in our society, any hint of a feminine quality is a weakness for men, mm-hmm. and that is a big part of what is contributing to this toxic masculinity in our culture which is creating a lot of problems including these mass shootings and inclu- yeah. yeah and it's there's like a, it's a it's a it's a problem we have to solve there's a great yeah. there's a great story recently <laughs> yeah. um from a, a face painter and uh-huh. i don't know if it remembers male or female but just talking about exactly that like no little boy can really come oh, yeah. up i saw that do you see that it was yes. great like the boy the amount of, like little girls can get the, oh she's going through a tomboy phase but the little boy that wanted like a butterfly or whatever and the like, mom like absolutely. freaked out yeah, and, then, yeah, yeah. and then like shamed the father was like do you want a boy who yeah, wants yeah, a yeah. butterfly on his thing and then he had to like it was his masculinity now that was being challenged it was right. so sad yeah, yeah. I I think like those of us that recognize it are excited about the idea of being a parent. They're like, do your thing, buddy. Yeah. yeah. I think men should start by getting pedicures. I went to get a pedicure today. I went with uh with a guy <laughs> to get a pedicure. He got uh he's been a bunch of times. He's like a mixed martial arts guy and but he loves pedicures. And Does he, he get polish? Yeah. He got uh he decided he was in a festive spirit, so he got alternating green and red, and there was a woman who was eight and a half months pregnant next to us getting a pedicure who had picked out like a nice mint color and she saw what he was getting and she said can i do the same thing oh to mine gosh, and she right. got the same gold that's big so toe. Cool. it was I, really cute and i was like oh well the funny thing is that um if a man does like do that with confidence it actually seems more masculine in a way yeah, it was mm-hmm. like, like if you see a guy who is tough but wears like eyeliner that that dude is just like everyone yeah, it's like it. the most popular dude in school because it's just yeah how can you be so fucking confident that yeah you can i know rock the eyeliner and the yeah like, you know alexander the great was like convinced that he was immortal and would go into battle with a giant plume on his helmet so <laughs> everyone could see him riding a horse and just be like, if you want it, come get it. Whoa. And then they'd beat the hell out of everybody. And then he'd go home and people would like parade around, men and women. He'd just select five or six and have it, sex with everybody. Men <laughs> men have a, a quality in them. Like, and you look in nature, like to peacock, they call it in like, it, right? And yet in American culture, dudes have to be slobs and wear their fucking <laughs> yeah. faded jeans with their untucked shirt and fucking, uh, and it's like, that's actually not how men Men kind of do want to preen and take care of themselves, but you can't be like that in our culture. I don't know why that became... It's just like the bottom that's that's like a drain that sucks it down. Like when someone sees... What are you doing? Are you going ahead of me? And they pull you back down. I heard like in... Denmark or the Netherlands, there's a oh they, yeah, yes. it's like it's tall like a, po- the tall poppy syndrome. The tall poppy syndrome, where if anybody shows any kind of uh, 
quality that's better, they cut them out. They cut mm-hmm. them down, and it's, I think that's kind of what it is. If you yeah. show any anything that's different or special, they want to take you down. Because if notch. you can be an overweight, light beer drinking, yeah, just kind of CBS sitcom dad. Yeah. You're a man, and you're not threatening to the mm-hmm. other guys, right? But if you're that same guy with eyeliners and tight oh. spandex, and you're, I love that. <laughs> I mean, I grew up goth, so if I see yeah. a guy in like tight jeans and eyeliner, I I remember I was I was jogging at the reservoir, and this would happen to me too frequently. But I would catch a guy would catch my eye, and I'd do a double take, and it would just it would just be a woman. <laughs> I was like, oh, because I'd, I'd see like tailored pants and kind of a floppy haircut. And I was like, that's just a, that's just a, a non-hetero woman. Right there. <laughs> I was like, yeah. but I like, I, I think girly dudes are the hottest. I don't know. Go yeah. But I do, it's, I found out that in, uh, in ornithology terms, a, a male bird that like peacocks like that, that has like crazy plumage and does crazy dances, it's called lecking. It's L-E-K-K-I-N-G. And if you type in lecking into YouTube to watch birds, like they're insane. Oh, the oh yeah, the dances they, they do. They do yeah, those like crazy dances. Yeah, love it. I love it. Yeah, it's best. the cutest. Yeah, <laughs> it is pretty amazing. It's just yeah, I could go are... down a hole. I was I was doing some research and I just was like, another one would start to autoplay, and I was like, I'm not gonna stop. So yet. like, what if? humans took on the same kind of things where like a single dude when he invites a gal over has to like do a dance <laughs> and then she just <laughs> like picks his, his special dance to prove that he's got the goods i mean when in birds it's it and i i asked an ornithologist about this and apparently it's um it depends on who's doing the picking so the more uh if it like some females have a more flamboyant appearance because uh the males are doing the picking and and so it it depends on who's kind of in the power position so if you're not in the power position you tend to be more ornate and do these crazy dances because you're just hoping someone's going to pick you but in lecking they all line up they do these dances and it's like a Mr. Universe pageant. And then I have to go watch it. It's yes. so great. Uh, yeah, I was I, the bird, the things you learn from a bird nerd. I just got deep into it. <laughs> I love it. Also, look up a bird called a horned screamer. It has a needle like horn on the top of its head and it, they just scream at each other. And they're the weirdest, weirdest birds ever. What do they do with these needle horns? They They put them on Fox News. (laughs) (laughs) Boom! (laughs) Kaboom! (laughs) All right. Let's do iTunes comment of the week. We're going to have to push Just Me or Everyone to next time. All right. Let's do iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. wants to read a gratuitously nice um review of the show i do okay can i yes may I? We, ha- we also have a negative one this week Ooh. i don't want to i don't want to read the negative one i don't want to no, be a bear you get the bad you get the, the positive one okay ready this is from chalet b715 and i'm gonna guess i'm gonna guess their birthday is july 17th or uh, july 15th I feel like that's astute. Okay. Favorite, five stars. Um, Allison Rosen is your new best friend, is without a doubt my favorite podcast. And Mondays and Thursdays are much improved by the release of new apps. On the Monday show, Allison, to whom I deeply relate and look up to, interviews a guest and empathetically gets to the heart of the matter. There's something so human question mark about her interviews that is different from many others I hear. And then there's the Thursday show, which is kind of my lifeline. 
Um, I became a fan of the show during the Allison, Daniel, Jenna, L. Jeff, Greg iteration of the Thursday gang. I love the diverse personalities on the show, and some of those older episodes still make me laugh out loud, despite the fact that I've heard them three plus times. Uh, the Daniel bumper shoot pot cookie story plus Greg's surfer lingo quiz episode, effing classic. It's all, cla- all caps. It's classic. Thank you. Um, and the new episodes of the Thursday show haven't disappointed at all. Deeply saddened as I, uh, as I was by Greg and the Kim Jones departure. It's been so delightful to get to know David, Jordan, Renee, Wendy, and more. Okay, enough. <laughs> thanks for reading this, and thanks for making this podcast, Allison. Thank you for that very, 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 very nice comment. That was so nice. If you would like us to read your nice comment, leave us a nice comment at iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. That is also where you can go to subscribe. And also, you guys, if you like what you're hearing, please tell a friend. Don't let them go on not knowing about this show. It's rude. Okay, we have something negative to read. This is uh, from Jerry Curls 13. Used to like it. I enjoy the show and the random subjects, but it gets old with the liberal circle jerk. Yes, we get it, Daniel. You are projecting your stepdad onto Trump and probably any conservative. I just want to relax and enjoy comedy without politics rearing its ugly head. Uh, (laughs) um, Boy, this guy makes a lot of good points. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't want to talk politics, but immediately addresses them in his one comment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Jerry Curls, 13. um, January 3rd. (laughs) I... uh, it's funny, you know, it's funny when people diagnose your entire worldview based on like a political opinion, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, this is because of my stepdad. There's also plenty of reasons to dislike Trump, regardless of who you're. First of are. all, yeah. but, first of all, I have been registered Republican in my life. I do not. When see, I met you, I worried that our political differences were going to yeah, interfere with this podcast. It, I've, if you see Trump as a left right thing, fine. I'm not going to try to change your mind, but I don't. I don't see this as a left-right situation. I see this as a, uh, what, believing in institutions and democracy versus kleptocracy. I see it's it not as, even like, a right-left fucking thing. And I, don't, I have a lot of conservatives in my family that I love. Just fuck you, okay? Just <laughs> fuck you. Stop listening. Go fuck yourself. Well, what, pass, <laughs> pass, pass, pass. Like, get the fuck out of here. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> Keep Everyone listening. got to you. You let him get to you, man. I no. do feel like as like, Angelinos, <laughs> as Angelinos, we do have missiles pointed more directly at us. So yeah. I do think that we get to be a little bit more kerfluffed by maybe political unrest. Listen, I understand if all you do is watch Fox News and you think everything is fine and the real problem is the Clintons. But mm. the rest of us aren't <laughs> locked in a propaganda bubble, and we see that there's actually real fucking problems, and we're trying to address them, and it's not about conservative versus liberal. Oh, they can <laughs> suck my nut. I actually agree with a lot of conservative principles, so fuck yourself. Look at my balls. We have something that we say to people. Hey, 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 go, go fuck yourself. But listen, you don't have to stop listening. That's taking it real far. Can I ask you Just a question? Just stop listening to me. I have it's, an important question. Yes, please. Yeah. What kind of printer ink do you use? Because you always have everything so well printed out. Don't you run out of ink all the time? We have a laser printer. Okay. 
Um, and we, it's, it's the HP um, 12A. <laughs> so you're not, okay, so it's a laser. So you're yeah. not running yeah. out of ink all the time. I would, damn if time. we had an inkjet, I would be running okay. out of ink. Well, actually, we don't print that much. I print stuff for the show. Okay. Um, and then in, that's like, there's not a lot of printing that happens other, for me, other than show stuff and if I have to fill out a form. I thought maybe you might have an answer to this. Because when I see things printed, it's like seeing someone pour water all over themselves in the desert. And you're like, oh, look at that. You just print everything up oh, without yeah. running out of ink every two weeks. That's Do you great. run out of ink every two weeks? I run out of ink all the time. Do and you then, have an inkjet? Yeah. I got to switch. You got to get a laser. Okay. It is a scam. Okay, this is why I had to ask you yeah. guys. Yeah, this is important. It, and also, do you have to, does it go like... Is that a dot matrix? Is it a dying grandmother? No. <laughs> That's what... I'm sorry. Once again, I must apologize. That's what inkjet sound like in my memory. They do. It does not... <laughs> Are you sure you're not thinking of a dot matrix? Maybe I am. Maybe you are. Is that Matrix the kind where you have to pull off the edges? Yes. But how gratifying no. is that? Yeah, that was pretty fun. It is pretty gratifying. And you have like a big streamer. Um, I feel like you're trying to change the subject. Fuck you, Jerry Curls. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> that was a legitimate question because my printer's been out of ink for the last couple of weeks but and also, I feel like I'm when uh, I had a loser. An inkjet, not only did it make a sound, but it printed really poorly. Yes, the I know. The print quality was terrible. They and there'd be like big the... lines through it. I'm telling you, get a laser printer. Okay. Do it. The, the the jet ink ones are cheaper and you think you're getting a deal, but then you're buying constant toner and I that's know. expensive. I know. And I bought some recently and then the, my printer just decided to stop working and I went down a YouTube hole of like people... In the middle of nowhere, like, this is how you can fix a printer. Mm-mm. And yeah. I No, you oh. will never be happy with your printer situation until you get a laser printer, and then you still won't be that happy. Okay. Good but, to know. Yeah. But it's, it's better. And also, fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we went uh, house looking this weekend, and one of the houses was, like, really crowded. And that was a real internal monologue. Oh, yeah. House. Check out the garage. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a big garage. Get, get out of here, you motherfucker. Oh, yeah. You like that? Have a that room's pretty cute, huh? Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. Have some more cake. Is that what you're here for? You jerk. They get free cake at these things? Oh, yeah. Not always. What? I didn't even have any of the cake at this one. Did you? Yeah, and there were the there was this Did group you? of I'm not yes, getting an of course. answer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> always eat the treats. Are you kidding? Um, there was a group of I can only assume they're YouTube stars because they were like 18 or 19 year olds, like four of them, you know, three girls and a a boy. And they're like, and this is where we'll, you know, do this. And I'm like, you're kids. Mm -hmm. You're you're buying a house. They must be YouTube. The youngest people I've ever seen at an open house that weren't with their parents. Oh, wait, where? Ooh, you got to tell me what neighborhood this was. It was in the valley. Okay, good to know. You know, when I was a kid, we used to move around a lot. And uh, and if we didn't like, if we were looking at a house to rent and we didn't like it, one the code was one of my sisters would ask, "Hey, mom, where where's the gorilla gonna live?" And that would just (laughs) that would mean we hated it and it would scare (laughs) us out of it, so that they wouldn't want to take us anyway. I love Love it. Love that. Well, this uh, this edition of. Uh, the iTunes comment of the week was brought to you by uh, Quant's Easy Fingers Sleep Easy Sleep Fingers. <laughs> <laughs> easy, easy Sleep though. Fingers. Yeah. It's just Quant's Easy a, Sleep Fingers. Just, it's just a gentle, gentle suicide move. It looks. It, it does it, look like a. Gun I think finger. it sends the right message. Wait, don't, I have. Don't mess with me. Now all of a sudden, I'm getting Mm-mm. it. There you a, go. <laughs> can I just you say? 
I feel like if good. you're gonna fall asleep in a chair <laughs> or sitting up, like you're tired enough. Where you're going to fall asleep in any position. I know, but the problem is then you wake up and your head is like all the way to the side and it like takes me five minutes to get my head straight because I'm so old and it hurts so bad. This way, boom, yeah. right up. Do you ever do something where you'll <laughs> tweak your neck and it, you, it feels like you popped a vein in it and it oh, feels yeah. like hot and you're like, yes! did I, what did I do? Just, it's in the back lower what left for that? me at the base of my skull. And you feel like you, you picture like a, you know, like if you were to turn on a garden hose and just let it go wild, mm-hmm. it feels like that, but with a vein. Yeah. What is that? Is that I a was neck just hemorrhoid? Having this conversation. <laughs> Some people hadn't experienced it. It's it like, like you, if you look too fast or you tweak your neck and then it just all of a sudden it feels like a Vulcan death grip and it's hot. Like there's mm-hmm. just, I don't know. What is it? We got to find out. We got to find out. Many strokes, and they're uh-huh. going to add up and eventually just ruin us yes. in, in the later parts of our life. Or it's meaningless <laughs> and just. A, I think of, of all the tendons in my neck as like an, um, one of those <laughs> headphone cords, and it just eventually just gets all tangled up. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Like, oh, no, I just need to get them straightened. I have a dog to tell you about. <gasps> oh my God. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to gasp. I just love you this are a okay. dog. Poop on your bed. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. A doggy dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. That's what you are. Poop on your bed. You are a pooch. An ugly mutt. You come inside. You come inside. Poop on your butt. Poop on your butt. Dog, 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 dog. Dog, 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 That's what you are. That's what you are. She's only seven pounds, but she thinks she's the boss. Reagan is just a baby at eight to ten weeks old, but already has the attitude of a grown dog. Reagan has a dark brindle coat that gives her a tiger stripe appearance. Our best guess is that she has a terrier mix. She has a naturally bobbed tail that finishes off her cute body. Reagan is sure to be a fun and loyal addition to a lucky adopter's life. Listeners can learn more about Reagan using a tiny URL. Go to tinyurl.com slash adoptreagan. Again, tinyurl.com slash adoptreagan. And she is maybe not possessed by Satan. Maybe it's pronounce, pronounced Regan. I don't know. That is an exorcist reference Daniels was. Um, Thank you, honey. Yeah, I knew. Look how cute she is, you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I want her. <laughs> Looks like a Dotson. Oh, boy. Yeah. Almost a like a little Dotson, Dotson face. She's at, did I say she's at Friends of the Animals, Baton Rouge? I feel like maybe I didn't. Let's see here. I don't think so. She, that's where she is, Friends of the Animals, Baton Rouge. Um, so I will put a link to her in the episode summary of this episode. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Jeff, where can we find you? You can find me, Jeff Silver Dollar Fox, on Facebook and Twitter <laughs> at Colonel Jeff Fox. <laughs> Daniel, I'm at Daniel Quants Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the Snappy. Oh God! Zipping, zip, 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 zip. Also, you have more. Pins. Oh, and we still have Eat a Bag of Dicks pins available at um, Qzart. Q's, I never remember my own Qzart bigcartel.com get them while i have them dequants on the snappy you know there are people on your cool Christmas as list fuck that need these my t-shirts are my new newest yes. t-shirts are there too yes at that link and also at the store on my website they're super fun um so yeah go get them Allie, 
Plug uh, your stuff. I mean, I'm at Allie Ward, A-L-I-E-W-A-R-D on all of the things. And then my podcast is called Ologies, and it's a different ologist every episode. Um, this week's is a cosmetologist. Ooh. So we talk about everything from skincare to beard care. We do talk about male concealer. And then next week And the solar be- system. Ooh, Sephora. This week is cosmetology. The next one is going to be cosmology. So back to back, y'all. So yeah, this one's cosmetology. So yeah, ask. Perfect. David Huntsberger. I have uh, CDs online and you can start a Pandora channel for David Huntsberger. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. And um, Spotify. I dislike Spotify for a number of reasons, but you can listen to stuff there very cheaply if you'd like. And or inexpensively, I should say. And then um, I do a podcast called The Space Cave that Allie has been a guest on. It's a great podcast. Thank you. I have beer and chat with science folks or people of an interesting nature. That's it for me. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Yeah, Alison Rosen is your new best friend.